Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're fucking back, baby. I am your co-host, as my boss said today, Cool Whip Caleb. Ooh. <laughs> it's the nickname I got today. So, as always, I am your host, Caleb Wilcox. Sitting across from me is a man I have missed dearly. I know you have missed him, the audience, dearly, but you don't understand how much I have missed him dearly. <laughs> my cousin, my bro, my co-host, Cody Davis. Ooh, baby. Bro, so glad to be back. So glad to be back here with you, man. <sighs> Being back home, bro, is just a whole nother feeling when you're gone for two weeks, dude. Yeah. It's, two weeks is a long time. I have a different appreciation. 100%. 100,000%. We have a different appreciation. Seeing, missing the pup, you know, mm-hmm. just missing the fam, missing you guys, obviously. Coming over to. coming over tonight, just seeing you guys. and We need to it, give our, uh, if any of the audience has any suggestions, we need to give our audience a, a name, like, like Swifties and like what, Cheerios and like, what, what do we yeah, call we, our people? Uh, I don't know what they'd be called. We need to come up with some. I know. Uh, on uh, New Heights, it's the 92 percenter, so I like so, that one so too. Good. So, uh, yeah, because we obviously miss the audience. We've been we've been. For... I've been thinking about y'all, I'll tell you that. I've just been thinking about all the different things we can talk about on the pod for my last two weeks, and then uh, being out of the sports world, too, for the last two weeks has been hurting my heart a little bit. So, yeah, baby. Some we're, fun we're... things have happened in the sports world. <laughs> yeah, big-time news, too. Some yeah. good trades in the NBA. Uh, NFL's, you know, kind of getting kicked off as far as uh, – you know, training camps and stuff like that. Go to rookie training camps, OTAs, yep. And then uh, NHL draft was this evening. Yes, yep, yep, it was. The NBA draft was last week. And uh, free agency starting here soon. And Wimbledon starts on uh, Monday. Got the 4th of July coming up. We just, we're we're excited. It was a nice, it really was a nice two-week break because there wasn't a ton of stuff to go down. Yeah. There there was obviously, yeah, there was a couple of big headline news that you can kind of take catch up with but other than that it wasn't wasn't too crazy um what do you miss what did you miss the most about being home probably doing the pod bro i i i miss that consistent staying on top of things are you a schedule oriented type of guy i mean i need that i need that (laughs) that balance in life i feel like keep me keep me on the swivel could you be so you can be a roadie I could for an extent. It depends on what type of roadie it would be. Okay. You know, if I had all my shit, if I like had it, if like a fan life type where you could like bring Fenway and like. As long as I had everything. And yeah. I, you know, I had my TV, I had my Wi Fi, I had, you know, great signal to yeah. do anything with. That'd be fine. How long do you think you could be away from like your parents, grandparents sis, before you're like, all right, I got to be back? <laughs> It'd probably be maybe a, maybe some, only a few months. Yeah. I could probably do it. But I'd, I'd get homesick for sure. It's nice that the, we have FaceTime and, like, all of the ways that we can still keep in, like, contact yeah. with people. So that's made long-distance stuff easier. Um, 100%. But long-distance is never easy. You still miss the hugs. Yeah. Yeah. And hugs just are... the, the personal interactions. Like, you just know, get that through FaceTime and stuff like that. Exactly. Going out to all the dinners and, you know, going down to that's the lake and Or just even, like playing slay like you can do you play you're playing slay with fenway yeah dude and that's that's so sad i brought slay with me on our two week 
two weeks. Did you ever play? play? We played one. No, we played zero times actually. Dang. We did not play. Did you guys? We ever played Skippo once, but that was yeah. it. Was there ever, uh, like, so for the audience that doesn't know and maybe have, are now new audience members or people that forgot, Cody did a, uh, as I called, anyone that asked me, like, are you guys on a break or where's Cody or what, what's going on with this? I'm like, oh, he's on a tour day festival. Tour day festival, baby. So he went on his little tour day festival and saw Elenium way too many times in a short period of time, but yes, sir. Um, and then hit Electric Forest. Yep, Electric Forest, man. The but I like to call it my favorite place on earth, man. It's it's so just a different story. Different. It's a movie every day. You never know what you're gonna get, the people you're gonna meet, the experiences you're gonna have. Uh, yeah. It's just gonna be something different. So I mean, like the first the story you told me about even the first day, it's like it starts off even like just with a bang. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. We'll share it with the audience. That's funny. Yes. Um. So we're gonna keep the the electric forest stories kind of brief because our guest that we're gonna have on our next episode actually attended forest with Mr. Cody. Yes. Um, we'll tell you, but you may know if you're listening. If you do. Shh, don't tell anyone until I tell. <laughs> um, we got you. So, for someone that's never been to a festival, um, what's a festival like? Like, what um, What are you doing? Is it? It's obviously a music festival. Mm -hmm. um, how many artists go to this? What's the time frame of, like, the artist play? Like, kind of give the audience a little, like, what a festival and, like, what electric is. Yeah. So... A music festival is all sorts of things, man. Uh, it can be either a camping or a non-camping festival. So you can either be actually, you know, setting up camp like you would go into a river or something like that. You'd be doing the exact same thing. Or you could stay in an Airbnb or a hotel or something like that. Uh, sometimes they could be two-day festivals, one-day festivals, or they could be four to six or seven-day festivals. Okay. Uh, it really just depends on what type of uh, festival you're going to attend, actually. So, for Forest, it's a pretty much a six-day festival. Uh, okay. You're there from Tuesday till Monday. Uh, you're camping every single day, so you're bringing all your food in. Uh, but then you can also get food or drinks or whatever inside the festival. They gotcha. uh, provide water and showers and all those sort of things. Um, so you have other things to do as far as like you know regular things, showering and all that. Yeah. But, uh, it's just a little bit different sleeping in a tent rather than sleeping in a bed. Yeah. So, uh, sleeping on a flat top. Yeah. Yeah. Or a fire. You know, yeah. Like that. But, uh, did you guys ever do like the simple camping? We could be roasted a marshmallow. Like, uh, no. I can tell you the last time I've done something like that. Okay. I didn't know if like it was like you guys like sat around one night or like, let's roast the marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> so, for, for, for Forest, it's like, you can't bring any like sort of things harmful to the environment. Like they're oh, all that stuff. So like fires and you know, so that's uh, why you guys did like the propane. Stuff. Yeah. Propane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> generators. You can't have them there. Like it, wow. that's a no go. So all those kind of things you kind of take into consideration, but, uh, so they're super like environmentally conscious. Yes. Okay. Now some festivals are obviously they don't, they don't really care. They're, they're worried about, you know, recycling and trash, but, Dude, there's just so many people at these things that you just can't control that vast majority. Of, is it pretty clean? 
For forest, yes. Oh yeah. Like you will hardly ever see any trash on the ground. Like nice. and that's that is one thing that is very, very different from any other festival I've been at. Forest is so, so great about that. For one, because they have certain people running around collecting trash, but they also have so many people and incentives to if you yourself want to go pick up trash, they will give you stuff, free stuff, nice. free wristbands for next year, things yeah. like that. So it's just super cool, man. So can you like volunteer to like stay after it's done and like help yes. clean up and break down and stuff? Yeah. So each night, this is something really, really cool Forest does. Each night after the headliner uh, of each day, they have a thing called the prize cart. And after the headliner goes off, the main stage turns into, uh, for all the visuals and everything, it says prize card up there. And it's like all a bunch of cool, vibey colors, just vibey yeah. music playing. And all it says is just prize card. And it just keeps saying that over and over and over again. So everybody's like, what the fuck is a prize card? Well, prize card is basically you go around and you find these people that have all of this prize cart shit all over them they have these outfits that say prize card on it and they're dressed up extravagant and everything yeah. you find these people they give you these huge ass trash bags and you go around and you pick up all the trash that you can the people that bring them the most trash will a get free good life wristbands which good life is a very very cool little extra camping thing that you can do it for us where okay. Uh, 24 hour shower access, super nice bathrooms, and then you get to camp actually inside the forest instead of outside it. Oh, so it's like the VIP. Yeah, gotcha. it's a VIP kind of thing. Yep. Cool. Um, and then there's other areas too that you can win. Uh, you can win little prizes too that they give out, and it's just a super merch stuff. Yeah, merch. Uh, cool. you know, different types of food card, you know, gift cards yeah. type thing. It, it's awesome. So you, know, I'm so, I'm, you you've mentioned multiple times as we've talked. Um. The people are just so nice and, and positive and whatever that it's like not very hard it seems like to find people that are willing to just like i don't even want the free wristbands i just do it because i just don't like to do just it. want to be here yeah dude. i just want to be in this vicinity of respect and just honestly dude unity man like everybody there just gets it to the fact of like if you're walking through a crowd and you're not saying excuse me it's like what the fuck are you doing? You know, it's yeah. everybody's on the same page. Uh, the love, man, the, the experience is just off the charts. I feel like festivals probably get a bad rap because of like they see people dressed in crazy outfits and girls. I hate to say it this way, but our half naked girls running yeah. around. And they probably think, and obviously there's drugs that are done at festivals and i think it gets that kind of rat it's like oh these kids are out there just doing drugs and having sex yeah and it's like from the sounds of it that is the the exact opposite of exact opposite <laughs> yes there were two day two out of the four days i literally didn't do anything didn't drink didn't smoke didn't didn't yeah. do anything cuz literally it's just you don't have to like worried about any of that you're just worried about experience and making the memories like yeah. that's, that's seriously all it is all it's about so that's awesome yep so forest is one you recommend for a, a newbie highly highly recommend gotcha. there, there's so much to it that there is a stress obviously because i mean obviously you're going to be there for a week and it's a lot. It's there's definitely a lot. A lot. There's a lot of planning involved. But if you go with people that have done it before and can give you so much advice, you can definitely make it into something special. So, gotcha. and it's it's a tradition for me. You know, I'll be there every year from 
here until I'm 50. You know, yeah. that's that's something that I will always have. In How, me, what's the so. age range there? Uh, dude, it's anywhere from kiddos to 60. So are there kiddos there? Kid, actual kiddos, yeah. yeah. Tons of kids. Nice. Not even going to lie. Okay. Which that even gives you more of the respect of it. That's like the people there understand that they're children and no way are getting in the way of yeah. making any sort of bad juju, you know, any sort of bad things happen there. Yeah. So uh, I think that's another reason why it's the that's coolest festival cool. on the planet, man. That's cool. It's awesome. That's a. Uh... Who knows? Might have to take a newly wedded couple next year. Yeah. Might have to take the old Wilcoxes. The Wilcoxes. Let's <laughs> round the old baby. cherry. <laughs> I would love that, bro. I'd be a blast. Um, your group is definitely people that we love and um, and adore anyway, so it would definitely be easy. Yes. So. And that honestly, that goes for anyone, man. I'd, I'd love to take anybody that hasn't gone to a festival before, before because it just opens up so many things, dude. Yeah. You just wouldn't be... You'd just be so surprised, bro. I love it. Even you and Jake were talking about it. Like, it, to even like for Jake to even be like, gosh, they would fit in well. It's like, gosh, it'd be a great time. It would be. Yeah, it'd 100%. Be, it'd be vibey. Um, how was the Trilogy concert in Colorado? Let's, <laughs> we gave Forrest its love, but you saw what you crowned as the best show you've ever seen. Yep. Take us through the, the Trilogy experience for Dude. a little bit. And for people that don't know what is the trilogy. So trilogy is a show put on by an artist named Illinium. He created this out of his three albums, Awake, Ascend, and Ashes. Uh, and that is the trilogy of his, you know, kind of, it's basically based off his life and, you know, how he's, you know, overcame a uh, drug overdose and uh, just kind of made it made it really yeah i uh, saw the day that he posted that today is 11 years sober yep yep so yep and he's just dude he's a homie bro he is such a like literally just to having a conversation like you and i like that, yeah. the, the type of guy he is how he interacts with people is just the same way uh never changes you never see him differ from how he always is that's yeah. something really cool to see but uh no trilogy dude it's Easily, hands down, I was telling you this earlier, also this, the venue made it hands down the best show I've ever seen Appreciate because that. of how nice that stadium is uh, and how big it is and just how perfectly well all of the staff from there was just in it and appreciative of what type of event it was. Uh, not only for Nick, uh, Nick is Elenium, Nick Miller, uh, but just the people there too. They could tell that everyone was all about this. And it was I nothing else. I get the sense that the Elenium crowd is a, is a similar crowd to Forest. Yeah. But there's not a lot of bad vibes or draw. Like everyone's just very vibey with each other and like you're one big family at this concert rather than individuals seeing the concert. It's just one big group of people. So yes. Just his music. I think everybody relates to his music the same way, and uh, it brings people together. It's great in that in that way. They yeah, just bring people together. Really good. It's that sad boy, just lovey. I, I watched it. it I watched the first two sets live on YouTube, and I was like, "Gosh!" Mainly, I was trying to watch to see if I could see you. And, yeah, because that would have been, I would have clicked it and yeah. screenshot it for you. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, obviously, his music is is really good. Really good. 
it's it's uh, we've talked about it before on the on the pod, but it's definitely made me change my whole aspect of how I see a lot of things in life. So yeah, got mad appreciation for him for this show for the production of this show. Since you watched it, you know how it yeah. was. Just everything about Josh, it, hands man. Down to the people that set it up, dude. Like there was some real magical touch to this, yeah. like with. You know, his team, uh, the, the drone show to all of the fire and all that kind of stuff and the lasers. It was just the fireworks. Just the most magical night I've had in a long time, bro. It was so, awesome. so cool. So. That's awesome. Uh, how was Colorado? Colorado was obviously Colorado. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. The most fresh air. Uh, I, I was going into Colorado with some allergies. I still probably sound like I have some allergy issues, which I'm so, 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 so <laughs> sorry for the people listening. I probably sound like ass, but... You sound gorgeous. I've uh, I've been going through it the past two weeks, and when I was in Colorado, though, I was like literally breathing the most freshest air, and it was just perfect. I want to go so bad. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah. So, so good. I, uh, I think I'm going to go this year for Thanksgiving to see my grandma up there. I'm not Thanksgiving up there. Ooh. Maybe a little football game up there, maybe on Thanksgiving. Maybe. Let's see if, if the Broncos are if the Broncos are home, I'll definitely me and Mace will probably drive separate and we'll go catch a game. It'd be hard for the whole fam because obviously the kiddos and whatnot. Yeah. But if the Broncos are around, I think me and Mace would definitely try to go catch That'd be a game. Cool. Cause like you said, I wanna allow you to say it, but mm -hmm. I have to just for the Chiefs fans because I love it. <laughs> oh, Wes, if you're listening, this is for you, buddy. This is for you. All right, give so, us your take on Mr. Mile High. So I was not expecting this. Uh, definitely, like literally, not even a little bit expecting this. But this stadium just blew me out of the water, bro. I was walking up on it, and I'm like, "Holy shit! This is like state of the art, elite of the elite." type stadiums like if you're building a stadium not not a dome obviously i mean domes are just beautiful. like this and like it's, the, like, it's a no kid, like sofi that, like that type it's of not like that but a regular type stadium uh just primo of the primo you know everything was just all just looked brand new uh walking in money. there do that walmart <laughs> money and that that's just started that the new scoreboard like we were talking about is getting put in it was about three-fourths of the way done whenever we we were there uh but just massive super fucking massive scoreboard uh dude i've got to i've got to say it again and as far as the stadium alone. I get it. Man. Not anything like, like there's nobody in the stadium. There's nobody in the stadium. Empty. It's empty as fuck. I'm the only one in there. You just stand on the top row. This stadium is nicer than Arrowhead. It's it's nicer than honestly. Like AT&T is a dome, but like I would rather go watch a game in Denver than I would AT&T. I've never been to AT&T. And AT&T is beautiful. That big ass jumbotron in there. So yeah. There, there's just a lot of places, man, that I'd, I'd much rather go watch. I wish the Eagles played the Broncos. That'd be a fun one to go watch. It would be. It would be. They played last year. Oh, that's true. Yeah. My friend Alyssa actually went to that game. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh man, that's cool. That's cool as fuck. That's Yeah. Watch the Eagles spank us. Well, that's that's what I kept kind of like talking about. I'm like, man, I can't imagine what a football game is like in here. Like the atmosphere and like yeah. the crowd and whatnot. Now I. 
I agree. I, I'm not going to say that it's louder than Arrowhead. Oh, I'm not going to say it's it is nonsense. But we won't get just in terms of like just aesthetics and just a stadium. No, I, Arrow, or Denver, Mile High is gorgeous. Dude, they have like underground tunnels underneath the field that can like make people go underneath the field and then come out the other side and shit. Dude, it's fucking crazy. That's sick. There are some cool little features to that place. That's awesome. Yeah. And then to wrap up your little tour yeah you saw mr nick miller again last night even yep in st louis how was how was that first time you had been at that venue yes the factory in st louis it's uh in chesterfield mo uh very nice little area over there i don't know if you've ever been up there but in it's about like a 15 20 minute drive to like downtown Mm -hmm. st louis to chesterfield Mm -hmm. uh just beautiful area very nice and up and coming um they have a uh, obviously this little area called the district okay. uh it's where the factory is there's this place called main event and it's just like a huge shopping area just oh gotcha shopping row over there just gotcha. tons and tons of stores cool little places to eat um they have a top golf there too I does think. it give you some like overland park vibes definitely so okay Maybe not as nice. That's what I was kind not of as thinking. big for sure. Yeah, but uh, it's it's got that vibe to it. Okay. Uh, awesome, awesome venue. Uh, very compact. I think it seats thirty five hundred total. Uh, it's got like a centered in the middle floor, and then it's got like raised uh, seat backs up on the sides all the way around, and it's got like the little soundboard in the middle, and then the whole open floorboard in the stage. Uh, very very cool little place. When you get an artist in there that can pack it out, it, it just feels it feels so much bigger than it is. Yeah. Uh, production was off the charts. Just an awesome little place, man. Loved it. Awesome. Obviously, the show was couldn't get any better. I I got so many videos from last night because we were so close. Uh, I'm showing you this video because it was just freaking magical of how close I was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so close. Dude, it's right there. Yeah, I was probably like three rows behind the front, and we got there so early, too. Like, it was... Dude, he's like he's right, right there. there. I could see his sweat. Like, yeah. that's, that's, how, that's how close I was. Um, the Like, the lasers were off the charts last that's night, sick. dude. For a tiny little place in St. Louis, you wouldn't think it'd be that great, but it made... It surprised me very, very much, so... It was awesome, dude. Very the biggest, nicest, just cap off of any vacay I can I could ask for. So yeah. it was awesome. And then what was that feeling like head hitting your own pillow? So the stupid thing was we drove home after the concert <laughs> last night from St. Louis. So I drove home and we got home about three forty five and dude got home. Mr. Finway, night very long. <laughs> Mr. Finway was losing his fucking mind, just whining. We hadn't seen you in two weeks. Yeah, just absolutely going crazy, uh, <laughs> which was funny. And then, uh, yeah, man, I was just ready to hit that pillow, and I hit it hard. Uh, Wim tried to come in and talk to me this morning before he left to go to Indiana today, and I guess I was totally zonked. <laughs> didn't even remotely think about waking up. So, uh, But, yeah, it was... A hell of a two weeks, man. I'm glad to be home. Yeah. Glad to be back with you, doing this fucking pod again, starting up part two, you know, season season one, part B, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Uh, just ready to be back, man, ready to rock and roll, get yeah. going. Do you have, were you able to keep up with work stuff and all that, or? For the most part, uh, you know. Did you guys ever check your phone? I, like, 
Yeah, see, and that's what I was telling you. For being a Verizon person, man, I hardly had any issues with signal all the entire time I was going. And last year it was really, really bad. So I don't know what they did to change that. <laughs> Verizon is whatever took over. Yeah, apparently. Like, yeah, we're taking all these towers. Sorry, guys. We had people fucking up. But uh, yeah, it was great. Did you have people in your group that were like, I can't do shit on my Dude, they, most of them were all in SOS mode the entire time. So they couldn't even like receive anything. Oh, my God. Yeah, like one of my friends, Sam, she was, uh, she, I mean, she has a daughter and everything. And she could hardly talk to her. She had to use my phone to call people and shit. Jeez, so, that's yeah. crazy, and that's that's kind of scary too. In that fact, no, especially like, if I mean, that's how do you get a like? Luckily, let, someone let probably had your number. Yeah, hold, like, exactly. Yeah, and I had multiple people getting a hold of me for other people, and it was just like, so you're raised on. Yeah, dude, it was. So I'm like, fuck. Started charging people. Like, yeah, it's gonna cost you twenty bucks. He's on the phone. Be like, Tiff is gonna fucking wreck. Tiff is protecting. Yeah. Um, no. Right a $2 bill on that entire trip. <laughs> yeah. Man. But yeah, it was, dude, something special. Most probably special two weeks I've had in a long time. Uh, really brought me to just that appreciation of being back home for one, but bringing all that energy and that love back home is yeah. something that I'm always trying to do as well. Uh so it's just, it was awesome. You feel, you feel refreshed, feel... I do. Like, last year I was very, very tired and kind of like, I was, for one, sick too. Uh, just wasn't prepared enough going into last year. Mm -hmm. Wasn't ready for it. Uh, but being gone for two weeks and then camping for a whole week in a festival with dust and all that yeah. shit, it's, it sucks. But man, I feel way better this year than I did last year. Yeah. Mentally too. Like, Good. feel just ready to rock and roll, man. Good. So. Well, we uh, we discussed some big things for the pod coming up when That's I move. Um, it's all it's all waiting on the move, really. Um, as soon as I move, we'll get get it rocking and rolling. So sounds like August is going to be August a move date. Move date. So I would say tentatively October, hopefully sooner. But we won't. Uh, well, with the wedding and everything, it's it's a lot. So we'll keep you guys, but. Definitely as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, and Mace is, is very supportive of it. And um, the wedding planning has just gone really well. And it, so far, it's just gone off without a hitch. So yep. I say that with knock on some wood. Um, It'll keep going that way. Yeah. It just is. It's She's such a type A and so good at it that it's really just fits her well. She could be a wedding planner for someone and make buku money off it. So I saw the. <laughs> I saw the wedding invitations thing that she posted. The website? The website stuff, yep, yep. And I'm like, bro, this is it's crazy. So good. Like, so freaking good. You can yeah. just tell she she's meant to do that shit. Yeah. yeah. And just the organization of it, like... Yes. That's Major. Just, yeah. No, she should... Yeah, she listened. She's listened to this, which I'm sure she is. She Mason. went off. You went off, and maybe a little side hustle is a wedding planner, babe. You got to... Got a future at it. You're, wedding you're planner, party planner. You'll never plan your own wedding again, but you can plan other people's. You can, she can do it. Yeah. I trust her. Um. So while you were gone, there was some, some sports stuff that happened. Yeah. I obviously I was still here in Springfield. I, I didn't really do much over the two weeks. I just uh, relaxed, worked, um, tried to get my mind as fresh as possible, and get ready for the next crazy four months I'm going to have. So I took a couple weeks to just 
I think I slept like every weekend. I probably slept until like one. Dang. I laid in bed until one o'clock. That nice sleep. Saturday. That Monday. weekend sleep, baby. But my freaking week schedule is so jacked up to where like I'm staying up till like two. Yeah. Waking up at eight. And so it's like by the weekend, you're just like so zombed that chill. Yeah, you sleep all day. So I don't necessarily want to, but it's just my body needs it because I'm yeah. such a degenerate. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way I can describe the sleep habits is degenerate. Yep. Um, the biggest and most obvious thing I think the audience would want to hear maybe opinions on would be the Jordan Poole Chris Paul trade. Mm-hmm. Big time, baby. So obviously, for people that don't know, um, Chris Paul has involved a trade with Washington that sent him to wash to the Wizards. Porzingis to Celtics? Yeah. And anyone to the Suns? Uh, the Suns got... Uh, they got rid of that Chris Paul contract, and they got some mid-level exception guys. Okay. And, uh, but no big names on that No team. big names, okay. yeah. So then Chris Paul's obviously in Washington, and surprise kind of came out of nowhere. Um, because days beforehand, uh, Mike Dunleavy was asked in a press conference, uh, any plans for um, a trade of like Kaminga or Jordan? And he's like, no, we plan to have Jordan here for four years that he has on his contract, blah, 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 blah. And then next thing you know, Jordan Poole's... Jordan Poole, Patrick Baldwin Jr., one other person... Ryan Rawlings, I think, went to Washington for Chris Paul. For Chris Paul. And... Some ch- picks were... In- yeah, some later picks. Yeah. Some second-round picks, I think, too. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, dude, that's... So, okay, let's be let's, let's get this straight. So, the Boston made a trade with Memphis and... Wizards. Wizards. For the smart Porzingis. For smart Porzingis deal and then picks. all yeah. the, So that was all one trade. Uh, smart going to Memphis and then Porzingis going to Boston and then Wizards getting a bunch of picks and some... Didn't Tyus go somewhere? Tyus went too. Yep. That's right. Tyus went to Wizards. Wizards. Yep. Uh, which is weird. So now they have Jordan Poole and Tyus Jones. Interesting. Uh, so... And then the opposite was Golden State and Washington making a deal with Phoenix. Chris and, yeah. Yeah. So, and then I think Phoenix's 27 first round pick is involved. So I think that's a top three protected pick, I'm pretty sure. I think that's what it is. That was like their big prime possession going to Washington as well. They got a bunch of picks. So yeah. Washington did. Washington did, yep. Got yep. picks from the Warriors. Warriors and Phoenix. Gotcha. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, no. They they got second-round picks from Warriors because they got Jordan Poole from... That's right. Yeah, yeah gotcha, gotcha. Phoenix um, gave them the first, first. first round. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's an interesting one. If Chris Paul's expecting to start and they're expecting him to start, it's a very, very weird team. Very lackluster defensively team. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they're a great offensive team. <laughs> I mean, and I have that's Steph 
because you're thinking at this point, Paul, Steph, Clay, Wiggs, Draymond, if Draymond comes back, and see, this is where the whole Jordan thing and Chris Paul kind of is weird. Is like, if Draymond's not coming back, why get rid of Poole? I get the fractured locker room and whatnot, but it's like if Dre's like, you guys can't pay me. I want my money. Then why? Like, yeah. let Dre go play with LeBron in LA and mm-hmm. keep Jordan and just be like, listen, Jordan, you were shit. Dre kind of 70 30 deserved to hit you, but we kept you. Get you. So make we'll, the most out of it. Work your ass off. Yeah. We gave you four years. We know you're young. Last season, we'll give you as a fluke. Yep. Work your ass off. But it's like, if we lose Jordan and Dre, is, but they've said Chris is like, even Steph and Clay, I'm like, no, Chris is going to be part of the team. Like, so I just, I don't know. It reminds me of the D'Angelo Russell deal that they made a couple years back. when Where they he played for a little bit, and it. then mid-season they traded for Wiggins. Yeah. Or, no, traded for someone. No, no, he wasn't there very long. I know that. No, he was half season, if that. I don't think he made it to the All Star break. So that that's kind of what it reminds me of. A little but bit. also, Steph got hurt. That was the year that Steph got hurt. True, he did break his hand. But I, th- everyone knew that D'Angelo was not the long term plan. I think it was like he was going to play the year and then figure it out. Yeah, see what came from it. I yeah. guess. Yeah, and if it like worked, then shit, we'll extend him. But here's the thing: like the difference with this is. At least D'Lo had a ceiling. Same kind of thing we were talking about earlier with Jordan having a ceiling mm-hmm. in Washington. Chris Paul has no ceiling. He's 38 years old. There's only four. There's one, two, maybe <laughs> years left. So Maybe a year. I didn't... I, when everything went down with free agency and he was... I figured he would have just called it. Been yeah. like, you know what? I didn't win. But maybe like... Maybe they really think... I think if Dre walks, I think they're like, fuck, what do we do? Bro, we talked about this earlier too. If Dre comes back, you're almost $300 over the luxury tax. 300 milli over. That's unheard of. Well, Lake of Hassett, he's like, I'll pay whatever I've got to pay to win championships. I mean, that's, that's, that's a certain right. amount of money. Like, I get it. But at the same time, Dante walked away today. Yeah, I saw he declined his option, mm-hmm. which <laughs> that's, you know, that's whatever. I mean, he he knows he's going to get more money on the market, especially how he played towards the end of the year. He played well. Yeah, he played well all season. Honestly, I'd love to have him as a backup guard, like a fall-through play, and if, you know, Van Vliet or one of those point guards don't end up coming over or we keep or we don't get D'Lo, you know, we run Austin and whoever back. But, yeah. Uh, man, I don't know, dude. There, there's just so many moving parts. I don't. Something tells me that Chris is not going to be on that team. I don't think he plays with y'all. I don't. I don't see how he does. I don't. It doesn't make sense. Like you guys need a big. Unless he's gonna run the second unit, then. But it's still like it's like I said. I don't see the purpose. I guess it's all stat driven, because listen, I did look at after the trade happened. I did look at the stats. I'm not. I don't have them in front of me. But the the plus minus ratio when Steph is off the court. Is atrocious, mm-hmm. atrocious. Yeah, no, yeah, I, it's god awful. I'm with you there. So it's like I think they saw the numbers from what Jordan produced last season, and they're like, 
I think they went in a bit of a panic mode and they're like, we don't have, we can't waste stuff. Like, w- fuck it. Tank yeah. the franchise in six years to come and we'll rebuild. Like, w- we've shown that we can do it. We can do it. Yep. But let's get the most out of what we have with Steph and Clay. Especially Steph. I mean, you only have four or five more years left. You have probably two to three of, like, prime Steph. Like, he can take over games and take over just series and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where then I think he falls back a little bit. But, yeah, no, it's it, the window's closing. And it's closing fast, bearing injury, too. I mean, injury could change the course of everything. Always does. I think Steph is on the same type of level as LeBron, though. He's not going to... I mean, he's no, not he going to lose very his good body before he retires. I, mean, I think he's going to retire when he's on top still. That's probably true. I I, I would probably agree with that statement. Just I would, I would, would prefer that too. I would prefer to not watch him be a Tony Parker at the end of his career or a Steve Nash. Yeah. To where you just you just don't got it anymore. Yeah. Man. You don't got that step. Like how Kobe did it. Just end it, man. Just be done. This is my last season. Just don't do what Jordan did. I agree. That's, that's just I bad on your legacy. I think Steph would just go play golf. Yeah. And Braun has stuff that he likes. Like, I think they're set up well enough that they're like, I can retire and I'm cool with going and playing golf with my hot-ass wife and my beautiful children. Yep, I'm good. Because they both have beautiful wives and beautiful children. Cut. And LeBron's just going to go watch his son. Like, <laughs> both, both his sons. Yeah. Because, dude, Bryce... Bryce gonna be a dude. He balled in that first game, and they're already projecting Bronny to Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta, number seventeen or something like that. Bronna, that's crazy. Bron trolling on Instagram, like screenshotted it, and, like sent it to Trey. It's well, he like he also put like Atlanta, here we go, like yeah. James family, James yeah. gang yeah. stuff. <laughs> but I love that he fucks with people like that because just, most people will take that shit seriously but he's just the prize be on the spot. it'll be on ESPN and shit tomorrow oh, they'll be it. they're gonna dissect it they already posted it I know that's how I saw it yeah like they're gonna dissect it Stephen A is dissecting that shit tomorrow god, god forbid we'll send that dude I just I don't know I'm gonna give the Warriors Steve Kerr and Steph and that organization the benefit of the doubt right now and trust that they are I don't think that Steph would allow something to happen that wasn't going to benefit him and his potential to win a ring. I think he has the same kind of leverage that LeBron does in the fact of like, no, that's fucking stupid. You're not trading Jordan. That's my best chance to win a ring. I don't give a shit if he's a, like, that's my best chance. Bringing in Chris is not my best chance. And if he's like, I think Chris is my best chance. I think he can run that second unit. And if that's what Chris is cool with, then maybe it is a good idea. Yeah, but you're paying a guy to run your second unit 30 mil? I mean, I'm not saying it's, <laughs> saying it's cheap or the right I mean, that's up. what they're pretty much paying Jordan, so, like, I guess. You're just now no longer caring about the future. Yeah, your body. Or you're banking on Kaminga and Moody to be so. something. Which Moody per- played well in the playoffs. And Kaminga... <laughs> Has been circled with trade rumors since he's been on the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprise Moody's not there either. Because for as athletic as... Well, I think it's because Moody actually, like... I, I think they like Moody's attitude. Yeah. 
I think that's what it is with Kaminga a lot. I think they see the talent and they're like, no, he's got talent, but he's like, he thinks he should be playing right now. Mm. And they're just like, yeah, we're still in our dynasty mode where it's like, we're not ready. Like you just need to be patient. And it's 20 in the NBA. It's hard for that because there are organizations out there that will let you play. Think about being 20 and just getting paid over 50 mil and to play stud on a basketball team. And being able to be a stud. Yeah, and keeping that same consistent every single night. Yeah. That's that's asking a lot from a twenty year old. Yeah. So it's like I the Warriors know they don't they're not gonna play him every night and it's like he just has to buy into that. Yeah. So I think that's what it's like about and I think if I think if he was not bought in, they would have traded him at the trade trade deadline. Or at the draft night. It really depends on if Dre ends up staying or That's not. massive, dude. I've seen so many rumors about him going other places. There's a lot of places that can offer him the money. Yeah. A lot of contending teams, too. Yeah. That would fit nice. I just don't see him doing what he does on some other team if they don't have a star, star player. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, if he goes to Sacramento, I don't think it's going to work out very well. If he goes to, like... The Clippers, or God, I would hate to see him on the Clippers. Like the Heat, or he would be disgusting. Atlanta, or you know, you know, I don't know. Atlanta, he might be okay with. I guess Trey could be Trey could be good for him. Kind of the same. He could be good for Trey. He, he could, yeah, he could be a Steph S type player. Well, yeah, and they see they could run similar a similar offense. Yeah. Because he clearly has no problem shooting the ball from 30 feet. He should go to, like, Milwaukee or Boston or something. Kendrick Perkins, Perkins said today that Boston should go get Dre. I was like, eh, it could be a good fit. but God, the only way I would have done it if they would have traded over Jalen. I don't know if he could handle Boston, though. Like, uh, That's the only way. What? Maybe you got to get New York. I saw New York, too. Wouldn't be a bad. Him and Jalen would be good. Good pairing. Yeah, the problem you had was Randall, but I guess Randall's going to fuck off and play center. If they even keep Randall, who knows? Sure, too. We, I mean, this is also, too, we have the, the rumors of Dame going to Miami. The which, GM came out and said, no, no, he ain't going anywhere. Dame's not? Yeah, they said they're building around him. They want to build a championship contender around him. And is it Scott or Scoot? Scoot. Scoot. Okay, Scoot Henderson. Yep. Scoot Henderson. Yep. He's a stud, too. He's, he might come in and win work of the year. I think he has a very good chance of winning over Victor. Well, he played with... He trained a lot with Steph this yeah. summer. He's a great. fucking freak. Yeah, he, I've watched stuff. I've watched some of his uh, G League Ignite stuff, and he's... I hope he's, he puts it together. hope yeah. he gets the NBA game and figures it out a little bit. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's... You know, what, what a wild, like, few days that NBA... Because, I mean, this, this Marcus Smart stuff came out first, which I think we both agree that's a very good pairing for Memphis. Memphis Great Memphis get. upgraded there. Great get by them. Yeah. Yep. I am, I was really, really shocked. I would say they were okay with letting Tyus walk because it wasn't a year-long suspension for Ja. Yes. They're like, we can make 25 games work. Yep. Jaron and Desmond are going to have to buck the F up. And Marcus and, now. Yep. I'm not worried about Marcus stepping his game up. But yeah. Well, he's like, going to have to score. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's like 25 games, which I don't I don't know that I'm ready to address that. I'm fully 
forgiven the NBA on that because it's oh, I absolute bullshit. It. Yeah, will not. And if he does something again, holy shit, that dude going to get kicked out of the NBA. Or they'll just give him 50. Yeah, probably won't even just another slap on the wrist probably. Yeah. Oh, they'll give you another chance. Now you're out for 50 games. Fucking Adam Silver, dude. Pushover. I guess maybe it's because he is such a face and he is such a young up-and-coming star that they're like, I don't know that we can. <laughs> I guess being a superstar of a league and waving around a gun is a cool thing nowadays. It's ridiculous. Yep. Whatever. I, I Glad they got Marcus. We'll see what happens there. Um, Great get by them. Like, yeah. that, that team is very, very good. No, they they are. When they're full healthy. That team's gonna be a scary. Very very much so. Yep. Um the Porzingis to Boston you kinda brought up is a weird fit. Weird fit. I see why they did it though. They they gotta get bigger. Uh they gotta have a big that can stretch the floor. Which he can. He can do that when he's right. Uh it's just how often is he gonna be right? Is he gonna be healthy in the playoffs? Yeah. Is he gonna give you at least sixty games? I don't know. I agree. Don't know about that. I agree. Um, I wanted to touch on the NFL just a hair. I uh, I haven't heard any big through the first rookie camp and the little bit of OTAs that I think they've done. It's a, no injuries so far. Yeah, really haven't heard much. The big thing is the gambling stuff. We're waiting to see who the players that obviously Isaiah Rogers is the one that we know about. Yep. There's more players to be announced because they've apparently found out more. Yep. So I read today on ESPN the six like gambling rules they're not even allowed to play fantasy yeah yeah i didn't know that yeah can't i didn't know they couldn't football. play fantasy football yep they can't even enter a sports book in the nfl like like i don't i wouldn't even go to a casino if i was a no NFL hell no. player. i wouldn't step foot in one of those things if i was an nfl player i would literally go to practice i'd come home i'd go to practice i'd go home <laughs> i'd go to the games <laughs> let them fly me to the away games i would not go anywhere like it's just too risky. It's like the jaw thing. That's what I like. It upsets me about the jaw thing. It's like, why? What is the need? You have now made so much. Why do you need to be in a club getting wasted, mm-hmm. playing with firearms? Why can you not be at home playing Xbox with your boys, smoking weed? Like, cool. You smoked weed. Like, every. Like, people are. Like, Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. No one cares about that anymore. There's a bong right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, why? Yeah. It's uh, Travis Kelsey came out and talked about that in his big interview that, like, everybody knows that smoking weed is just not, no one cares about that shit anymore. Like, everyone does it. Yeah. People will do it literally all the way. He said this word for word. He said, everyone will do it up till about July, mid July to August. And then once you stop, then you're not going to get tested positive for anything anymore. Like, this is how it is. That's it. Oh, so they're saying, like, season ends, they can smoke in the off-season. Do whatever they want. Well, yeah, because it stays out. And they're such high-level athletes, they're sweating it out within a week. Exactly. They're not sweating it out after they smoke it. The same day. The same day. Because they're working out right after they're smoking. They're using it for other consumption other than just getting high. It's not... That's not what they're using it for. Yeah. They're using it probably to relax. Because they're high-level athletes. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I... I don't know, man. It's it's weird. It's wild. I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying that he has shown Adam Silver enough that that's why he got the 25. Yep. So. Maybe he'll come back a new man. Who knows? Maybe he will. Um, 
How you feeling about about the, the Eags going in? We uh, we looking strong. Everybody's looking good. Yeah, as far as I know, everything I've seen from Jalen has been top notch. He's fired up, ready to roll. Uh, it doesn't seem has he like been to all the voluntary stuff and. Oh yeah, he's in, dude. Uh, I love that. I don't think he's stirred up. I would or... even be surprised if he showed up to the rookie stuff and was just there hanging out. <laughs> he's just a dude. Like that's like I feel like he just like wants to just be at the facility. He literally like, just, just wants to win. Yeah, that's it. It's all that matters to that dude is winning. Uh, so. Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's see what happens. I don't think he's rattled by any of last year's shit. Good. I think he knows one thing's on the mind, and that's championship or bust. So yeah, let's go get it. Uh, love the. I think we've talked about it a little bit. Love what I've seen from Russ's physical standpoint, and um, love where I think his mind is. I've not seen anything in the media about him, and I fucking love that. Yeah. Nothing. Need it. Not even cheesy posts. Yeah. I'm not. It's over. Get that shit out the door. Dude, Sean came in and cleaned house. Yeah, we ain't doing that shit anymore. And I love it. I it's good. love it. You gotta so have, get all those distractions out of there. You don't need that. I've not heard anything. Like I, I think that building is working right now. Yeah. Like I think their heads down working. So um, different team this year. The funny thing that I wanted to see if you saw was that uh the Jets got picked for hard knocks. Yeah. They declined and obviously but they had to, they to had say to the Yep. You know they picked them because they declined. They're well, probably the only one that declined. And Rodgers was there. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's just TV. That's know? I think, yeah. The as far as the other Rogers, teams that were in it, yeah. yeah. That's I would love the Lions to do it again because I think I love them. That would have been a cool story. Yeah, because I think they'll do well this year. They just did it last year. I think that's probably why they well, did Well, they were the only team that was like, yeah, I mean, we'll do it again. We'll do a show. Yeah. Plus, yeah, just cool story. And I like that. The, I think they're going to be good. The midseason Arizona one was kind of cool. That wasn't bad. Yeah, especially with the whole Kyler, DeAndre Hopkins, Cliff Kingsbury shit going on, too. That was yeah, interesting to see. Yeah, so. very interesting to see. <laughs> um, well, I know you were able to keep up with it while you were gone, and that was The Idol. That's yep. kind of our TV show we're watching and talking about right now and um, kind of vibing with. Uh, tell me what your, your thoughts are on the last couple of episodes that <laughs> just more craziness shit bro but I, I don't know i don't know where they're taking this I, I honestly don't know i you just showed me the last little trailer for the season finale and this next week uh this week i guess i should say sunday and uh just a whole lot of up in the airness i i don't know what's gonna happen assuming just a bunch maybe a bunch of answers in the final episode maybe 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 not maybe no answers at all maybe just did it just which, if they're cutting the episode one, if they're cutting the season one episode short, that has to tell you that that can't be good. Yeah, you're not probably gonna have another season. No, probably not. So I don't know. I don't know, man. What's it? You think it? So here's an interesting take that I don't know that anyone has, at least that I've not seen. Do you think it? Does anything to HBO's confidence in Sam, obviously because he's the director of Euphoria, mm-hmm. you think they're at all like hesitant about Euphoria, or they're like, just don't fuck up Euphoria like you just fucked this up? Or like, you think there's it like, are they like, no, we trust you, we don't give a shit, like whatever. I don't know what the view is on him as far as in the media goes, because I feel like he has a, a, a lot of good, you know, 
people saying good things about him. As yeah. far as him being a director, I, I've seen nothing but good things. I agree. But, uh, yeah, dude, I don't know where he's taking this. I just, I, a show getting axed early is just never good on any resume. So you I wouldn't just, think. I, that's why I was, that, I don't know, just a thought that popped in my head. Um, I will say I've enjoyed the music in the show. Yeah. The music's actually been fairly decent. Yeah. And everyone's very talented. Like, there's not a person in that show that sings. Maybe Lily Rose Depp a tad, just because I don't think she's much of an artist. Yeah. But everyone else is real artists and have very, very pretty voices. Especially, uh, yeah, the ones that are living in the house right now. Yeah. That you can tell that they have spent most of their like life Like the Chloe that. girl. Yeah, she is off the Like that alligator Duh. song you know, yeah. she has on the piano. Just so meaningful, but also just so original and, I don't know, just... Simple. Yes. It was a very simple song, but very impactful. Yeah. You can just feel every single word and yeah. how much meaning it has with her life. Yeah, because she wrote it for the show, and it's like, I mean, it's... You should watch the end stuff, because all those people come on and talk. Nice. So, like, Abel, The weekend hasn't been in any of the after show stuff. He has stayed completely out of it. It's been Sam, Lily, um, Troy, Moses. Like, it's been all the other people. Gotcha. That's cool, though, by him. I mean, letting them kind of get their... Their opinions out. I, I I feel like he's tried to make it to where it's not about the weekend. Like, it's not it's not the weekend. Definitely, it's it's his, he's bought into that part. Yeah, that, that character, which that's what you're supposed to do. Like, we're watching a TV show here. Let's let's not forget that it's a TV show. It's not fully real, but it's portraying things that could be very real. So shouldn't you find an appreciation in that? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's my mindset of it. Uh, uh, I guess people are, are are. I think the biggest issue people have had is just the sex, the amount of sex, and like which I get. It's it's a lot, and the way they the way they do it. It, it I agree, but he also has said like it's it's totally meant that way. It's like it's yeah. not accidental. It's exploited in a way that people aren't comfortable with. That's I funny. think so. People are very uncomfortable. Yeah. No one likes drunk Which is weird because, like, I don't know. I feel like America, this might be a very over-exaggerated statement, but America in itself is just very into all of that. Like, the sexual, the, you know, well, the type of love that's being shown and all that. I feel like America, especially nowadays, dude, that's is literally in what that. I was going to say is like, I don't, this makes me sound like a, I don't know what it makes me sound like, but it's like, or we've gotten a little soft mm -hmm. in its sense of like, I get it. Bad shit has happened in the world. Like bad shit has happened to people and our society has gotten probably worse, but I don't know. Like I, I look at like, for instance, like the cancel culture type of stuff, like nothing pisses me off more than when like someone like digs up someone's like, tweet from like 2013 and then that they're just off a show or like no oh, yeah. music like it's like why <laughs> the john gruden emails shit like that yeah 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 why why are we why is that that's and then why are we canceling them that they clearly have done that way 
way back then. Like, let them apologize. Let them have at least a chance to correct their their mistake. Yeah. I mean, there's... So then it's like... So I take that example and be like, why can't we just appreciate what Abel and Sam and this, this cast and crew have put out and just be like... Yeah, there's a lot of sex, but it's it's telling a good it's telling a story. Like there's a story behind it, and there's meaning behind the story that they're telling. The music is something that's different. Like the the type of music that is being portrayed in the entire show. Also very dark. You just don't hear it often, and it's it's different, and it's new, and it's exciting, I guess, and it's extravagant in ways. Obviously, with the sexual tension in the show, but the music gives it that extra just oomph. Like, okay. I will say uh, a lot of things that end up being really, like, good or sometimes, sometimes, is people are really skeeved out about it first. So it's like, maybe here in a year, I'll be revitalized because some other, it's like, I don't know. I think of this, for instance. Look at Black Mirror. You ever watch Black Mirror? Yeah. Yeah. There's some fucked up shit that happens in Black Mirror. Like, the very first episode, the Prime Minister is a pig. Yeah, that whole fucking, yeah, that was, Like, what? And, and like, that's, and, and Black Mirror's a, award-winning shows, and it's like, how, what's different? Mm-hmm. Like Squid Games, for example, too. Another great example. What What's going on in that show? That's making it so great. They're like making like real life Squid Games. Yeah. Like a ABC show. Yeah. Or like I, I don't know if it's like but like I've literally saw a commercial for like like they're doing Squid Games on like Netflix or something. Yeah. I guess and they're murdering all... people and starving people. Like it's <laughs> it's legit torture. Yeah. I mean, and we're all laughing we're at talking like that. Are we talking about sexual intentions or nudity, or are we talking about torturing and fucking killing people? I guess Everybody has their get-off moments, I guess. I don't know. I also look at it, too, of, like, the show was very clear in what it was going to portray when it came out. You watched the first episode, you saw what it was about. Don't fucking watch it anymore. Why are you... It's not going to get better. If the first episode was as raunchy as it is, it's not getting better. Yeah. So just stop watching. Game of Thrones had a lot of episodes in it to where it was very... I mean, they, dude, were show, of, they were showing people fucking. Dude, think of Cersei walking down the street naked, people throwing stuff at her, and people getting beat and murdered and tortured and raped. Mm-hmm. And Game of Thrones Slaughter. is one of the best shows ever. Yeah. It's all about perception. But that was also a... a like, I did hear people talk about how Game of Thrones has a lot of boobies in it and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, great, then don't watch it. If that's what you're so concerned about, then you probably just shouldn't be watching TV in general. There's boobs like, everywhere. Go watch PBS or something, dog. Watch Bluey. Disney Channel. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like, I, I truthfully think, like, it's not getting... There's, it's not going to get less. No. They're not going to stop showing less tits. At the end of the day, it's TV and it's entertainment. If you're putting something on there... That's entertaining more than the normal average person. Yeah. What are we doing? Talk about entertaining. Uh, while you're gone, me and Macy went to the movies. 
Ooh. We went and saw uh, No Hard Feelings, that Jennifer Lawrence movie. Oh, yeah. Hilarious, dude. No shit. Dude. Had us rolling. <laughs> we took a uh, We took a 50 beforehand and just had a blast. It oh. was so freaking funny, dude. That sounds awesome. I heard really good things about that movie, too. It's, so. it's, it's hilarious, lighthearted. It's got a good message. Um makes you feel good like yeah it really it was a blast it was a good time i you should take your grandparents if they want to oh, see a movie because they would yes. love it if so, they don't mind boobs there are there's a pair of tits once okay well i went and took them to watch where what, what did we just what did we watch with them we went and saw what did we go see i don't even fucking remember now i don't either i gotta go look too because it's gonna bother me because we all went and saw it. Because Britt went too. Yeah. Uh, well, we saw that scary movie, didn't we? <coughs> oh, it was Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead. Which was... Gory Too and... much for my grandparents to be watching with me, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, what? But, uh... Yeah, it's not showing my... Oh, yeah, it was Evil Dead. Evil Dead Rise. What did I take him to go see too? Uh... Like, I went and took him to go see that Dungeons and Dragons movie. Like, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, nerdy type shit. Like, it's just all about entertainment, man. What you could find that entertainment It's hilarious, though. I think they'd like it. Yeah. It is. It's a good one. J-Law's fucking baddie, too, so. And that's... She always good. That's Diddy's, you see. We see hers? Yeah. What? Butt naked. Dude, the scene where she's naked is one of the funniest scenes (laughs) I've... Dude, it is hilarious, the scene. Damn. It's so funny. Okay, I'm going to have to watch them. Yeah, it's good. I suggest it. I haven't been to the... This thing just told me I haven't been to the movies in the last 30 days, so that makes me sad. Mm. So. The movies are great. Let's go to a movie. Maybe. Go to a movie. You know, we're just... If you haven't been to a movie in a while, theater, go. Go. This is your reminder that they Maybe. still exist. And go to an AMC theater, because they're goaded. What we should do... Hmm. We should get the gang... I'll call your gang, the gang, mm-hmm. um, more like the, the couples, like Teague, Sid, Jake, and um, Mikey, Rachel, and we should go to the Aurora Drive-In Theater. Ooh, I've never been there. And I'd watch, like to go. Watch a movie there. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they do, like, the double features. Yeah. So, like, you can, like, stop, like, when I've gone, like, I've stopped in Aurora and got, like, the Pizza Hut and, like, got just pizzas and went and sat there and got the car. pizzas. Yeah, chill. Watch the movie. Still a smoke smoke. Dude. Call it a day. Dude, it's a blast. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, pick a night that's not supposed to be torching hot and make a, make a night of it. Uh, find somebody that has a truck. Steve has a truck, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, find someone that's got a truck and a couple of trucks and lay in beds. Just tailgate that bitch. And yeah. Have, have a night. Have a movie night, man. Mm, that sounds perfect. Yeah. So Let's do that. To the audience, go see a movie or watch a movie at home. Movies, man, love them. I've heard, or actually, I've talked to too many people lately that have been like, "Yeah, I just don't really watch a lot of movies." I'm like, "You need a move vacation." <laughs> and they're like, "The fuck is a move vacation?" A move vacation. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, dang. Well, sit down in my classroom real quick." Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take you on a magical journey of a movie vacation. 
that is basically you literally sit at home for like a week straight. Obviously, you're still going to work and shit. Yeah. But in the evenings, you're just going home and you're literally putting on a movie every single day. Usually, you could probably get two or three in if you really wanted. Mm. But, and especially on the weekends, you're hitting yeah. two or three. But, like, just take movies, obviously, maybe from like each genre, you know. Uh, but take some like really classical movies too that everyone loves yeah and just go into that and like figure out why everyone loved these movies yeah especially for the times they came out everything like just dive deep I think you'll learn like, something uh, classics like Shawshank and Pulp Fiction and what's the what's the Matt Damon Ben Affleck movie that was like super Matt Damon Ben Affleck Fight Club what are you talking about no, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck were, uh, <laughs> they were super young, dude. Hold on, I'll find them. Ocean, no, no. Oceans. Dude, it saddens me that I just typed in Oceans. Fuck you. Uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck movie. Good Will Hunting. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. I watched Gone in 60 Seconds today. That movie was fucking good. Dude. That's a classic. That's a good movie. So many people in that movie, too. Yeah. I was watching it, I'm like, damn, I fucking love that Dude, person. even, like, I was just telling Peyton and Jamie this. Uh, I was over there last night seeing the babies. Like, me and Macy watched Ratatouille the other night. Like, just, it was on YouTube TV. We were mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. Like, we were, like, they're, like, 15 minutes into the movie, and we just got yeah. on and just finished it. Like, yeah. just laid there and watched it. Even, like, everything. And just were engaged and, like, ah. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's, that's stuff like that. Yeah, I watched Lilo and Stitch the other night and just fucking was cracking up to it Dude, the entire time. I'll tell you one, uh, one movie I can't. There's two movies that I can't watch because I'll ball like a baby, and that's Air Bud mm-hmm. and Eight Below. Ooh, Marley and Me is one of those movies for me too. Can't, okay. can't watch that shit. That, and I, I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen Marley and Me in a while. So I love uh, Owen Wilson too. He's great. Any dog movie is like, I, it's hard. It's hard for me to do. If I know a dog's dying, bro, I probably ain't watching the movie. <laughs> like, do not tell me a dog dies or I'm out. Count me the fuck out. The new Will Ferrell movie, where they're the, ant- where they're the dogs, looked oh, really pretty funny. Dude, that looks awesome. I'm yeah. going to go see that so bad. That was preview in one of the movies. Yep, so. yep I did see that preview. It that looks pretty, pretty freaking hilarious. There's a bunch of new movies coming out. The summer should be good. Flash. So Clayton went and saw Flash. Said Flash was dog shit. No shit. So it was horrible. I was honestly thinking it would be. He's like, it was, yeah, god awful. Damn, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but bro, the summer of the movies, Oppenheimer. I think that's the summer of the movie. The movie of the summer is Oppenheimer. Yeah, by far, far and away. When's it come out? Landslides away. July, right? Uh. I think it's August, actually. That would be amazing. Maybe, no, you might be right with July. Who's in it? Fucking, what's his name from uh, Peaky Blinders? Ah, that guy. Yes, I, I see him now. Uh, it comes out July 20th. July 20th. That's going to be crazy, dude. Emily Blunt's on it. Three-hour movie, too. Three hours on the dot. On the dot. Yep. Is it all in black and white? Or is there... No. There's there's some color I think. Gotcha. I'm sure it'll be shot so well. Yeah, oh yeah. Because it's the same. No one's just crazy. It's Nolan. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. 
Man, that's one series I think I'm going to go back and watch. People keep saying, you've probably seen this, but uh, I've read articles that you're going to be able to feel it in the theater, like what the blast feels like, I guess. Like, like, it, like, <laughs> like, could you imagine being in time? Yeah, yeah. We have to go see it together. It's going to be fucking off the charts, dude. Dude. <sighs> Honestly, I think we should probably buy tickets here pretty soon because they're I'm, they're. I'm expecting it to be very very busy. They're on sale already. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. So we I'm should probably I'm, snag. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. It's literally IMAX Cinema Reimagined is what the. Oh shit! Like it's like how many seats are open on the opening night? Not the none like together and like. The good rows damn yeah so i know it's gonna be crazy <laughs> go see oppenheimer guys that's gonna be nutty for sure we can go see 10 30 a.m on friday that's early get done at two <laughs> get you're missing lunch dude get that discount though get that 30 percent time for lunch eat a good breakfast and then boom <laughs> well y'all i'm gonna let my dude go home and get some Get some rest. I want him to sleep um, because Monday, July 3rd, we have a very, very special guest coming to join us on the pod. A guest that's not been on the pod. Yes. Um, we had initially talked about Max um, coming on. Uh, Max sucks, and, and we don't like him anymore. He, we, he, screw him. He's not coming on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we love Max. But um, we wanted to, since... Uh, originally, he want, we were going to have him on, um, then I think Max ended up taking his spot, so I think it's only fitting that he takes Max's spot in this one. Just makes sense. So, Cody, who are we having on Monday? We are having on the one, the only, Jacob Trey Keck. The one and the only Jacob Keck will be in the building next Monday night on the Bros Balls Bangers podcast. He was a member of Tour Day Festival with you. Yes, so he was. we will dive into some electric experiences that they got to have, um, their trilogy experience. So we'll get to kind of go over that in more detail and um, really get into like who they saw and like how those shows were and um, let them talk about their favorite sets they got to see and stuff like that. So that'll be a ton of fun. Um, we'll get to know Jake a little bit for the audience, um, kind of what he's doing. Um, I think he's got, he's going to school. We'll kind of let him talk about that. And mm -hmm. uh, big things happen for dude. Love the dude to death. Um, he's a good friend of yours. Um, starting to become a really good friend of mine. Um, mad love for him. So excited to have him on. Can't wait, man. It's going to be a great time. No, it will be. We're going to have some juicy stories for y'all, so make sure to tune in. Perfect. Perfect. Some fun ones. Um, we are back. We are officially back. Um, socials will be active again. Mm -hmm. um, let's. I'm not going to say they're going to be active over the fourth weekend. I'm not going to put Cody through that. He works. Um, but starting July 5th, we'll be back active on, on the socials. Um, we'll be back active... With you guys, if you want to start hitting us back up with thoughts and ideas, um, if you come up with a name for what the audience should be, let us know. Um, but we're back. We're, we're refreshed. Um, I know he's tired at the, the very moment, but it's 
But we are. We are. We're refreshed, and we are we're ready back. to rush this summer. Yes. Um, big things will come. Tons of fun we're gonna have. Uh, fun, exciting guests, and then we'll end season one with the major season two announcement that we've got planned, and just kick off season two with a effing bang. Um, mm-hmm. We got weddings to go to. We got. We got it all. The fall is gonna be busy for sure. Yeah. Um, I got Tay Tay coming up. Getting T Swifty. Swifty. So week the summer, man. It's gonna be vibes are high. Um, I appreciate you bringing back all the positive vibes and energy from up there. I I, I can feel it. I hope the audience feels it. Um, you being back in Springfield is feels right. So don't sure. leave us this long again. Yes, sir. <laughs> Will not promise. Um, bro, you got anything you wanna you wanna say before we head out? You know, not much. Just want to say thank you all for listening. Uh, we're back and we're ready to roll, baby. Ready to kick this thing off, get this thing going again. Uh, back on our consistent schedule, uh, dropping every Wednesday. Check out our socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, hop on, follow us, please, please, please. We appreciate it so, so much. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's have a great summer, man. Can't wait. Excited to be back with you, bro. Thank you, brother. Glad you're back safe. Um, go home, cuddle that puppy yours, tell Mr. Fenway I love him, uh, tell the boys I love them. Audience, enjoy the rest of your holidays, enjoy the rest of your week. We will see you again very, very soon. As always, I'm Caleb, that's Cody, we are the Bros Balls Bangers Podcast. Peace effing out, y'all. Fuck a pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's